You're listening to the Party in My Plants podcast, and you're about to learn how smelling plants, yes, smelling them, can make your life reek of awesomeness. Welcome to the Party in My Plants podcast, where I make healthy living as fun as a party so you'll, you know, actually want to do it and then actually feel, look, and live your best. I'm your host, Talia Pollock. Now let's get this party started. Today's guest knows a lot about a side of plants that I don't. I mean, I sure know how to pick them, chop them, cook them, massage them, blend them, and eat them. But Casey Von Eiderstein knows how to smell them and use their smells to improve different aspects of our quality of life. I know, just when we thought that all plants couldn't get more magical, Casey swoops into this conversation to tell us how essential oils could replace crappy chemical products in our medicine cabinets, our cleaning supplies, and even our toiletries. And help us feel less anxious, sleep better, feel happier, and keep our immune system strong. After talking to her, I am officially all aboard the essential oil train. Choo-choo! And maybe after listening to our conversation, you'll be too. Choo-choo for you! So, here's my invigorating interview with Casey Von Eiderstein, essential oil educator at karmicwellness.com. Hi, Casey. Thank you so much for coming on the Party in My Plants podcast. Oh, hey, Talia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so psyched to be here. Oh, my God. I'm so psyched to have you here, especially to tell me about a side of plants that I have known nothing about. I'm so excited and honored that I get to tell you about this part of plants because to me, you're like plant expert of the world. So <laughs> this is really exciting for me. Um, and, you know, you know, give you a little behind the scenes into the secret life of plants. Yes. Secret Life of Plants. That's the sequel to The Secret Life of Pets. Exactly. <laughs> what they do when we don't are looking. <laughs> or disco parties. That's a really funny movie. Anyway, I've loved smelling things my entire life. You know, I've, I love smelling so much that one day my parents read this article in the New York Times or something about this job called The Nose. And apparently you could go move to France and be a master perfume maker and smell all the different notes. And and I guess if you just had a really good sense of smell, this was a job for you. So my parents, I remember left this on my bed one day when I was like in high school, because they knew how obsessed I was with smells all the time. But I didn't know that you could smell to feel better and to improve your health. And I'm just so excited to learn everything about that today. Because again, I know nothing about it. And I want to know everything. (laughs) The nose. I love it so much. So basically, you've been training to use essential oils your whole life. So you're overqualified for this, actually. (laughs) Thanks. I guess so. Well, okay. So when I first met you, I immediately was intrigued by your business name, Karmic Wellness. And it really stuck with me always. But I didn't really know where it came from or still don't know really what it means or the story behind it. So can you just talk to us about how you created the name Karmic Wellness? Oh, yeah, totally. So when I started kind of taking my own journey and dipping my toes into getting more serious about, you know, my own health and happiness, I came up with this little motto that I would repeat to myself silently before I made a lot of decisions. And that was do your future self a favor. Because every time I was about to 
make a decision that was like rooted in instant gratification or short-term pleasure, I would just be like, okay, Casey, do your future self a favor. And that put me in the right mindset to make a decision based on, you know, my future long-term health and happiness. So if I was leaving the office and I really wanted to skip yoga and just go like veg out on the couch and watch TV, I'd be like, do your future self a favor. And I'd be like, right. Yoga class is where it's at. I'm on my way. Wow. So it, it kind of like just helped me take those baby steps and create some momentum on my own wellness journey. And then when I was going through my health coach training program and figuring out what I wanted my brand to be all about, I was like, I need to kind of wrap this up somehow in a way that will make sense to my clients and my readers and things like that. So since do your future self a favor is kind of rooted in karma, you know, the thoughts that you have and the actions that you take today determine your future. I was like, okay, karmic wellness, that's the perfect way to kind of tie up my little motto of do your future self a favor in a way that might, might make sense as a brand. Oh my God. I love that. I love that so much. And especially because that's exactly what I tell my clients all the time and myself. That's exactly how I've stayed eating healthfully when I didn't want to. You know, I would say things like, girl is, you know, 30 seconds of taste. Yeah. I talk to myself like girl, but <laughs> I, do too. I think girl. it's like, way on that way. <laughs> totally. You know, if I'm about to eat something unhealthy, I'm like, girl is 30 seconds of taste bud pleasure worth, you know, how you're going to feel in an hour after eating this thing. And I've used that to guide all my decisions with healthy eating because most of the times it's not worth it. Just like it's not worth you missing yoga in that work analogy, you know, to, to veg out on the couch and you're thinking ahead. And that's so cool because that's exactly what I've always done and what I talk to clients about all the time. So, wow, I that's love so it. cool. Kindred spirits I love it. and minds. We have such similar vibes. It's so cool. And yeah, it's really just all about, you know, getting grounded in the present moment and being like, okay, is this really going to be good in the long run? So yeah. I love that you do that too. Oh my God. I love that. That's so cool. And so essential oils, I don't believe was always a part of your game plan. Can you tell me when did you know you were in love with essential oils? Was there like an essential experience or something that got you hooked on them? Oh, the essential experience. This is making me want to uh, collect testimonials from all my clients of their essential, essential experience. Can you imagine? It'd be so good. That's awesome. Well, I, you know what? I actually started using them without realizing that I was using essential oils. And I was just using them kind of like intuitively and then based on research that I had done on like holistic ways of treating dealing with health concerns. So, you know, I would break out and then I'd put a little dab of tea tree oil on it to kind of nourish my skin and clear up the breakout. Or my, one of my favorites was I used to take oil of oregano capsules to support my immune system. And that was before I really realized that I was using essential oils. But when I started, was starting my business, I really wanted to find a line of really pure, really powerful supplements, something, some sort of tool that was outside of the realm of normal recommendations. So something different than the food and the exercise and all of the beautiful things that I was going to be making recommendations to for my clients and something that would be like their first line of defense at home when they were dealing with a health concern. So they could reach for it, feel really empowered to kind of tune into their body and grab something based on what they were experiencing. And when I started looking into essential oils, I was like, oh, this is really ticking all the boxes. This can, they can support. I mean, I always say there's an oil for that every time someone has a health concern. Like there's an app is. for that. <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. the same thing. So I was like, these are perfect because they cover all the bases. And then 
when I finally, I bought a huge kit of a bunch of different oils because I wanted to start integrating them into my health coaching practice. And my first essential experience <laughs> with those was actually had by my husband. So I opened my box and he had been dealing with heartburn, like really bad heartburn for two full days. And I was throwing all of the holistic remedies in my kitchen cabinets at him, you know, <laughs> apple cider vinegar, ginger, all these things. And he's like, okay, like you're being a witch doctor. None of this is really <laughs> happening. Me. And then I opened my box of essential oils and I was like, oh, there's one called Digest Zen. It's the digestive blend. And it's this beautiful blend of like peppermint, ginger, fennel, caraway, all these things that are really soothing for the digestive tract. And he, I put two drops in this little glass of water and he drank it down and his heartburn was gone in 15 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> heartburn he had had for two days. So I was like, whoa, like this, is major. That's, wow. that's huge, you know, because they really get down to the root of the problem. So after that, I've had tons of mind blowing experiences with them, but that was probably like my first legit essential experience. Wow. That is so cool. And that's also crazy because you said you were giving him ginger, but yep. that wasn't helping. But this essential oil blend that even had ginger in it worked. So yes. there must be something to it. You know, it's not just voodoo. It sounds real. <laughs> right. Yeah. They work on a cellular level. So it's so legit. Wow. Okay. So before we move any further, you have to answer this question because I have no idea. What is an essential oil? Like, what is it? Is it just the stuff in plants that makes them smell? Are there non-essential oils? Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, actually they are the stuff in plants that make them smell. So if you've ever, I love the, um, I love this example of peeling an orange because almost everyone has peeled an orange. So you know, when you're peeling the orange, and there's like that beautiful juice bursting from the skin and you just smell this insanely fresh, like orangey smell. Yes, of course. That's, you're smelling the essential oil right there. So on citrus fruits, fruits, flutes, flutes. on citrus fruits, like <laughs> oranges, grapefruits, lemons, limes, you know, what have you, the oils actually live on the skin. And so they're cold pressed out of the skin in order to extract them. But then with things like flowers, like say lavender, that's actually, um, it's not, this essential oil lives in the flower and they're steam distilled from there. So wow. they're kind of, they're natural, naturally occurring mm -hmm. aromatic compounds that are found in plants. So what they do for their job is they protect the plants from predators. They help them heal from threats and they also attract pollinators for reproductive purposes. Hmm. So since our bodies are so, you know, I mean, you know, more than anyone that our bodies love plants. Like mm. they know exactly what to do with plants when they're inside Hell of yeah. plants. Exactly. <laughs> like party in my plant. Yeah. <laughs> and so when essential oils get into your body, your body knows exactly what to do with them because they have really similar building blocks, you know, our bodies and plants. So what they do when they get in our body is they are able to kill bacteria they can inhibit virus reproduction. They can detoxify our cells, boost our immune system, all this really amazing stuff. So they, in turn, are really pure, powerful tools that can support our physical and emotional health on so many different levels. Wow. Wow. That's so cool. So when you say they, they try to make predators stay away and they attract, what'd you say, poll pollinators? So that you mean that like predators like molds and things that could kill the plants? Yes. Yeah. Anything that can huh. kill a plant. And then they, it helps them heal from threats internally too. And then yeah, attract pollinators for reproductive purposes when they want to make more plants. So basically you're taking the great smelling stuff out of plants, whether it's on the surface or you have to press it 
to get it out or whatever you have to do, different methods probably for different plants. But you're taking the stuff that really smells good and you're using it for medicinal purposes, essentially, right? Yeah, exactly. Essentially. <laughs> Essentially, I know, but it's just such a good word. <laughs> I know, I love it. I'm going to use it a hundred times. So you say they've been used by humans for bajillions of years for, you know, medicinal and therapeutic purposes. Can you give some insight into in the past when, when the peeps were using it before us today? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that probably the best known example is, you know, when little baby Jesus got delivered some frankincense and myrrh from the three wise men. Um, And also in ancient India, they've been used in the Ayurvedic tradition for centuries. Um, And they were used in ancient Egypt. I heard a story about how tomb robbers would actually go in and steal the essential oils instead of the gold, which I thought is kind of wild. I know. And then Hippocrates, who's, you know, the father of modern Uh medicine, he used to use oregano oil with a lot of his patients to help boost their immune system and help them heal from, you know, any types of threats. Wow. That is so cool. I didn't know. So they would go, they were already bottling essential oils back then. So they could go into the tombs and steal like some sort of bottle of it. So that's the thing that I don't quite understand about those old anecdotes. Yeah. Obviously they had the plant material to the to the extent at which they were extracted and bottled. I'm not <laughs> sure, but they were using some form of the essential oil and the plant in a therapeutic way. That's amazing. That's so mm. cool. I love when yeah. stuff is old like that. Like cheese seeds were used so long ago by the ancient Aztecs. I know. So like they used to exist on those, right? Yeah. So cool. That's really cool. So nowadays, though, that we know of three awesome ways of using essential oils, as far as I know, unless there's more, but I think there's three. Um, yeah. There's aromatically, topically, and internally. So let's talk about aromatically. What does that mean? How do you use an essential oil aromatically? Yeah, definitely. So aromatically is definitely the most popular way of using essential oils. Basically, you can do it three different ways that I'm aware of. You (laughs) You can put them in a diffuser. So that's basically water mixed with essential oil and it creates this fine, cool mist in the air where you can actually breathe it in. Um, You can also breathe them in from putting a drop or two in the palm of your hands, rubbing them together, and then just putting that up to your your mouth and your nose. Mm -hmm. And then you can also really inhale them straight from the bottle as well. Either way, you're smelling the molecules that are popping up from the oil. And those molecules are going straight into your nose, into your limbic system, which controls your emotions. And then they're getting distributed throughout your blood and your cells. So it's really cool. I mean, when you use them aromatically, you can actually cleanse the air in the room around you. You can, it will cleanse the surfaces around you. Most essential oils are antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. So it's just such a beautiful way to inhale health benefits and then also kind of detoxify your environment, I guess you could say. I love that. Inhale health benefits because <laughs> I'm all about eating health benefits. So I'm loving that right. there's another way to enjoy health benefits. The more the merrier. Yeah. <laughs> Sniff them right up. So yeah, so that's <laughs> Sniff them right up. <laughs> so yeah, that's the aromatic way. And it's one of the quickest ways to affect your emotions. So whenever you're dealing with emotional concerns, aromatically is probably the way that you, you want to try to get to it first. Now, is that um, because of like science or is that yeah. kind of like, you know, like when you smell like a Christmas tree candle or something, it really cheers you up. You feel like, oh, no, I'm nostalgic and, you know, cozy and happy and that can cheer me up. But is this more on like a chemical science level rather than just like an emotional, like good times level? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of science behind it. And I know like the smell of Christmas trees brings you back to that like cozy, 
you want to sit by a fire feeling every right. single time. I get that too. <laughs> and it's because our sense of smell is actually 10,000 times more sensitive than our other senses. What? I just said sen- the word sense a lot, but you you get what I'm Wait, saying. Wait, 10,000 more times? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. I didn't know that at all. For everybody, pretty much universally? I mean, I think so. I'm not wow. a scientist, but this no, is what I'm not I either. Um, but, but yeah, so it's crazy. And it also smell travels faster to the brain than either sight or sound. Mm. And it's also the most, uh, the sense that's most closely linked to memory. So Uh when you're, that's why when you're smelling that Christmas tree candle, you're like, Ooh, cozy, because it's conjuring up all of those memories of like, you know, Christmas time or winter or anything like that. Um, and so if something has a smell, it's actually emitting molecules into the air and that's what you're smelling. Oh. So not to get too sciencey, but I'm going to kind of just give you the reason why this actually scientifically works in your body. Okay. So when you, when you inhale those molecules, there are these little receptor sites inside the lining of your nose and they're called olfactory receptor sites. So those take the molecules from the smells And then they send a signal to the olfactory bulb in your brain, which is in your limbic system. Your limbic system is what controls your emotions. So because the limbic system is so closely connected to the parts of your brain that control things like breathing, blood pressure, heart rate, hormone balance, stress levels, and memory, they have really powerful physical and emotional effects. And it all starts when you're using them aromatically in your nose. Wow. So- are candles not as good as essential oils? Are candles different? Yeah. So candles, in, not all candles are created equal. And I think it's important to remember that. But in terms of candles, the most popular type of candle is made out of paraffin wax. And paraffin wax is incredibly toxic. And so are the synthetic fragrances that are put into the candles to give them such a strong smell. So paraffin wax, the soot that it produces when it's burning that is equal to breathing in diesel fuel or even secondhand smoke. Like it's that bad. What? I know. And it makes me so sad because how beautiful are candles? It's like that warm little flickery glow. Yeah. It's like such a nice little ambiance setter. But with the paraffin ones, yeah, it's so bad. And so it can cause anything from headaches to lung cancer, or even they were doing some tests in labs and it was giving animals kidney and liver cancer. Oh my God. So, just think about the havoc yeah. that's wreaking on our insides and not right. to be a Debbie Downer. I mean, beeswax candles actually can improve the quality of air. So if you're oh. going to go with candles, go with beeswax. Or if you're really just looking for the scent, I would always say go for a diffuser because that's how you're going to get the most health benefits. Okay. So talk to me about a diffuser. I don't know what that is really. Can I get it on Amazon? It, you know, what do I do after I get it on Amazon? What is a diffuser? <laughs> Yes. I mean, if you can't Amazon it, you don't even want it, right? No, so yeah. if it's not Amazonable, it's nothingable. <laughs> it's not in my exactly. life. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you can Amazon the crap out of these. So <laughs> you always, when you're looking for them, and there's tons of different options, okay. but what you want to look for is a cool mist diffuser. Cool you want, mist. you don't ever want to heat these oils because they're volatile. And when you heat them, it can destroy a lot of the therapeutic qualities. Sounds so it's just like really green nice. juice. <laughs> yes. Just Same like thing. Juice. You don't want to heat green juice because it kills all the nutrients in the green juice. Right. That's why you cold press that. And that's, it makes it so right. good. Exactly. So it's cool so mist. Same type of thing. And it's like, even when you're cooking your food, you know, you don't want to roast the, roast the hell out of it because right. then all of the nutritional properties are gone. So yeah, it's kind of like the same school of thought right there. So how, so you, are there instructions when you get a diffuser? Is it just water you put in it? How much essential oil? And does it, 
like pump out the smell for a, a, like an hour or like how does like how does it work? Yeah, so there's <laughs> there's all different options and each one of them depending how long their timer settings are will require a different amount of water and a different amount of oil. Oh. The one that I have running at my desk right now has two different settings. It has a four hour setting. And then it also has an eight hour setting. And I love the eight hour setting. Like if I'm going to put it on my desk while I'm working during the day, because it's, you know, a full work day of aromatherapy oh. or, and I love the eight hour setting too. If when I'm going to bed at night, cause it's like a full night's sleep of aromatherapy, which is so beautiful. Like it supports your sleep throughout the night, but there's other ones where if you want to use them in shorter spurts, or if you like changing the scent more frequently than that, you can get them that go anywhere from a half hour, one hour, two hour, you know, et cetera. And all you have to do to use them is just pour some water in there and normally add like eight to 10 drops of essential oils. I make a lot of blends actually, cause it's really fun um, <laughs> to kind of mix them depending on what you're really targeting. And then you just press the on button and it's like the most beautiful smell ever. It's oh so my good. God. I'm so excited. That sounds so fun. I have to get one. We're going to link oh. to it in the show notes, right? Yeah. You're yeah. Love all it. the Amazon, Amazonable links. And I, <laughs> when I was browsing Amazon, even though I don't really know what I'm looking for, but you'll tell us the right ones we should look for. Um, I saw that there are car diffusers. Yes. I think I should get one and put it in each cab that I use. Oh. <laughs> Make the cab driver, excuse me, my ride requires this car diffuser. <laughs> Wouldn't that be heaven? That would take the stress out of cab travel 100%. So or an Uber. <laughs> I know, or Uber. They might like it better. But yeah, totally. So there's the car diffusers. And you always, again, you just always want to look for the ones that do the cool mist. Cool mist. Okay, cool mist. Ha, okay. <laughs> nice. So uh, the second way that we can use essential oils is topically. Cause first it was aromatically with the smells. And also you also said aromatherapy in that I hadn't put two and two together that that is, that is essentially what aromatherapy is, right? Using yeah. the smells for therapy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's gotcha. why that's the most widely used or widely, I don't know, widely used way of using yeah, essential oils. Totally. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I think of it. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. And so some people love to use them topically and internally, but across the board, most people use them aromatically. Yeah. Cause they smell good. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about topically. What does that look like? Yeah. So topically is a really great way a to target internal concerns because for example, like if I put one drop of essential oil on the bottom of my foot right now, it would get into my bloodstream within 30 seconds and it would get what? into every single cell in my body within 30 minutes. No, one drop on your foot. Right. Like it's crazy. What? It's crazy how concentrated they are. And I forget what the math is, but per every molecule in essential oil, it can cover like every single cell in your body 46,000 times or something crazy like that. What? I could be totally wrong. No, I number. don't know it's anything crazy. about science. I'm so bad at science, but that sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. So that's why they're so powerful because, you know, they get into your bloodstream and start getting to the root of the problem on a cellular level. So yeah, when you're using them topically, also you really want to keep in mind that you probably are going to want to dilute them. Okay. Dilution with a carrier oil. So I love to use fractionated coconut oil. What is um, that? Wait, what? Oh yeah. And so Fra fractionated coconut fractionated. oil. Fractionated. Yeah. Fractionated. fractionated. Um, that's the good stuff when you're using essential oils because it has some of the fatty acids removed from it, okay. which keeps it from solidifying in colder temperatures. Oh, so, so it's not like the coconut oil that I use that when it's warm in my environment, it melts, but then when it's cold, right. it hardens. This just stays melted all the time. Exactly. Yeah. It stays melted. And that's why it's great for essential oil usage because 
Sometimes I'll make up a little roller bottle blend of a few different oils and then fractionated coconut oil. And that way I'm, I'm making sure I don't need to heat it up every time I use it. So it just keeps it liquid and it cool. rolls on really smoothly, which is beautiful. Is that Amazonable too? Oh, totally. So <laughs> <Amazonable>. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, you can Amazon that as well. And the reason for using a carrier oil is because A, um, you can prevent skin sensitivity that way. Mm. And then B, it actually facilitates the absorption of the oil into your body. Oh. And some of them you can use neat too. So without a carrier oil, I mean, I use a lot of them neat now just because I know how sensitive my skin is and I've been using them for a while. Are you saying but- neat? Neat, like like, like an alcohol drink, like a vodka neat, scotch neat, yeah. or whatever. What is the drink that's neat? Yeah, like scotch, scotch with neat. Any, anything. Just raw and pure, naked, by itself, yeah. virgin, yeah. not virgin. No, nothing way. else in there except for <laughs> except gotcha. thing. So you're saying you would just do a dab of, like you said, what'd you say, oregano oil on the bottom of your foot type of thing? Yeah, with a, with oils like oregano, um, some of the oils are actually called hot. So oregano's hot, clove is hot, cinnamon's hot, and those are ones that are more um, apt to make your skin sensitive. So you oh. always, always, always want to dilute with hot oils like oregano. Oh, okay. But yeah, other than that, um, popular places to apply them topically are the bottoms of the feet. Hmm. Um, also because your skin isn't quite as sensitive down there, which a lot of people like, and it absorbs oh. into your bloodstream quickly from that area. But I also a lot put them on my pulse points. So mm-hmm. I'll put them on my wrists or, for example, like if I have a headache, mm-hmm. I'll take some peppermint and I'll rub that into my temples, always away from your eyes because you want to avoid sensitivity. Oh. Um, or I'll rub it you know, across my forehead, down the back of my neck. Or even if I have, say I have pain in my elbow, right. I'll apply um, a soothing blend that I love called Deep Blue. Mm-hmm. And that will take care of the pain that's in that area. But since uh, essential oils are systemic and, you know, they get to all of the cells in your body, you can actually address pain in somewhere like your elbow um, and pain in somewhere like your ankle at the same time, even though you only applied it to your elbow, which I think is so cool. Wait, so that's like Advil. Like when I take, you know, like an Advil, I've always thought I was just insane how an Advil knows where to go. You know, you take the Advil and it's like one day I'm doing it because I have a period cramp. The next day it's... I sprained my ankle or I have a headache and the Advil knows exactly what ailment to cure. So you're saying essential oils work the same way or at least peppermint or what was it? Right totally. Now? Yeah. That like... one is, is, is a soothing blend called deep oh, blue. Yeah, the deep yeah. blue. It's systemic. So it gets into your body and it just targets that pain, soreness, inflammation everywhere. So yeah, it's like a little heat seeking missile inside your body. That is so cool. <laughs> so, so for topically we have, you put it on maybe your, the exact location where you have a problem or you're saying when in doubt, kind of go to the foot because it just shoots it right into your system quickly. Yeah. Or even like sometimes I have this, I have this trio that I always use when I feel like I'm coming down with something and so like I'll rub frankincense into my lymph nodes or, um, you know, there's different places that you can apply them, but it all kind of just depends on what your goal is. Right. So topically on the area of concern, if there is an area of concern, or you can kind of, yeah, bottom of the feet is a go-to if you're dealing with something internal. Oh, cool. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. so, I would never have known ever to put oil know, on the bottom so of my foot. Yeah. It's extraordinarily random. <laughs> and then the last way is internally to use essential oils. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. So this one is kind of a hot button issue for some people and specifically because essential oils are wide are unregulated markets. So the FDA doesn't regulate essential oils. And because of that, you can kind of label them as whatever you want. Like you can say they're pure when they're not pure. You can say they're therapeutic grade when they're not therapeutic. Sounds like food. Exactly. I know. And it's so stressful. 
Natural. Suck it, natural. natural. <laughs> exactly. Every, Cheetos are natural now. Oh, no. They put that on the bag? I mean, there's like natural Cheetos. It's just, but ex- that's oh. exactly the perfect analogy for My this. jaw is dropped. It's fallen <laughs> it's so down. So bad. But the thing, the thing is, it can get really scary because you can buy essential oils in a store, like in your local health food store, mm-hmm. and you can get home and they can have pesticides in them. What? They can have synthetic additives, fillers, and they don't disclose it on the bottle and they can still say they're therapeutic grade. So you have to be a really, really educated consumer and you have to really trust the source of your oils, making sure that they do multiple rounds of third-party testing to ensure purity and potency. Um, and that also that they have really strict internal standards around the purity of the oils that they'll put out on the market. Especially so, if you're consuming it internally, you're saying. Espe- and, that's, yeah. well, and I think that that's especially why it's such a hot button topic. Yeah. For also, the other reason is because essential oils are really, really concentrated and they're super powerful. Mm. For example, they're 50 to 70 times more powerful than dried herbs. Wow. So, which is crazy. Like if you're going to have, if you have one drop of essential oil, that's the equivalent of drinking 28 cups of peppermint oh, tea. Wow. Isn't that wild? It's yeah. Crazy. That probably also explains why in the past when I've used oregano oil, which I didn't even know in hindsight what, you know, was an essential oil at the time. I didn't know that, but you said it was. And now I'm remembering whenever I've used just like oregano oil liquid or whatever drops that I've gotten at Whole Foods or whatever, it kills my stomach, you yeah. know, cause they say, take it like eight times a day or whatever. And it's, it destroys my stomach. Is that cause it's so potent? Like you're saying. Yeah. And you know, it depends on the brand too. I'm not sure what else is in that oregano oil that you're taking, but it's a hot oil and it is really, it's really powerful and concentrated. So it can be irritating when you, when taken internally sometimes. Wow. Um, so if you're using a, a brand of oils that is really, really pure, you should be, you should be okay to use them, most of them internally. Um, but you can normally experience the same therapeutic benefits from using them topically or aromatically. So it's not always necessary, but some people love to put a drop of lemon oil in their water because it will actually cleanse their water and then they can get the internal detoxification benefits from that. Mm. Um, and then also some people will take a little gel cap and they'll fill that up with some essential oils and then, Mm. um, like olive oil or something like that and take it down the same way they would a supplement if they're really targeting, like say you feel like you're coming down with a cold. That's a great way to attack it. But, um, some people like taking them internally. Some people don't. So I always say it's really a personal preference and you really have to listen to your body. And if it's something that resonates with you, great educate yourself, um, and make sure that the oils you're using are really trustworthy. Um, and then make a decision after that. Yo, I would much rather put oregano oil on the bottom of my foot than drink it. Cause that kills my stomach. So knowing that I could just put it on my foot and it can go right into my body. That is awesome. Yeah, totally. And Why then you not? get to smell like pizza for the rest of the day. So if you smell like, <laughs> if you like pizza, it's like kind of a great little perfume <laughs> to have. <laughs> That's perfect. That's awesome. So we're going to shift to the game show portion of this show. Ooh. We're going to play There's an Oil for That. Yay. And how that goes, if you're down with it, is you told me that there's an oil for everything almost. And so I'm going to name the that, the, the desired outcome that I'm sure my listeners and myself want to experience. And you're going to tell us which oil fits for that. Does that sound good? I love it. I can't wait. Okay, cool. So here we go. Number one, keeping our immune system strong. Oregano for sure. Shocking. You just discussed that. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, Is this the uh, oregano show? I feel like I've <laughs> talked about it for an hour. I know. <laughs> 
That's the only one I've known about. So you teach me mm. about the new one. So here's another one. Soothing and nourishing our skin. Frankincense, for sure. That's my fave. What is frankincense? That sounds like, I always think Frankenstein. I, no I think it's Frankenstein sounding, what but it? it's it's seriously the best. People say, when in doubt, use Frank because it has. Oh, you're on a first name basis. Oh, yeah. Like Frank. Frank. Call Frank. He's, he's my bro. <laughs> totally. And, and he, he, Frank is so good at helping with so many different health concerns and skin is one of them. So it's really nourishing for your skin, really regenerative for your skin. Um, so decreases signs of aging. It can help fade scars and sunspots. It's just really incredible. So I love to add a drop of that to my moisturizer in the morning. Oh. Or I have something like a scar on my face. Like maybe I had a pimple and it's gone and I have a scar now. I love to put just a little drop of Frank right on there. And it's amazing how quickly it goes away. So you could just, like if you're squirting a few little squirts of your moisturizer into your hand before you wipe it on your face, you're saying you could just add one drop of our buddy Frank right into that and that'll go a long way and that'll help, what will that help you do? Just make your skin just clearer if you have problems or brighter, just anything, yeah. just all the above. <laughs> it kind of it kind of makes your skin glow, honestly. Mm. But in terms of what it's actually doing to your skin, it's helping your cells regenerate quicker. And so it's reducing all of those signs of aging that we're always trying to combat with creams and potions wow. and facials and things like that. Wow, a little Frank goes a long way. <laughs> totally. One drop one drop will do you. Wow, that's so cool. Okay, Frank it is. <laughs> All right. For now, for reducing stress and anxiety, which oil is for that? Uh, the most popular has to be lavender, for sure. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so for, with I assume with lavender, you really want to enjoy that aromatically, right? Yeah, that's a great one. If you're dealing with stress and anxiety, it's, a, it's great to use things aromatically because it's going to affect your emotions really quickly that way. Mm -hmm. And I also love to apply that like to my wrists rub them together and then inhale from there. So I'm kind of getting a topical and aromatic experience. You know, me and lavender have an interesting past. When I was in college, I was dating this like really hippie fish head kind of guy. And we would always <laughs> burn lavender incense in our apartment. And now I just, I can't eat anything lavender related. Like everyone's always like, oh my God, it's lavender ice cream or lavender tea. And I'm like, I cannot consume lavender because I just feel like I'm eating or drinking incense. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Oh you know what? There's, and that's actually a good point because a lot of people don't like the smell of lavender. Um, and maybe it's because it's their hippie boyfriend <laughs> from the past, or maybe it's just because it's like a sense that doesn't really resonate. With. It is strong. And I actually used to hate it. Oh. And Sometimes, like, you know how your palate changes? I feel like your nose changes after a while, too. Because I, I kind of love the smell of it now, but there's other options. So if you're dealing oh. with stress and anxiety, um, I mean, frankincense is also really calming. Hmm. Um, there's this oil called Petty Green that is called, it's kind of like the lavender for dudes. Because <laughs> it's much more like herbaceous and citrusy smelling and not so flowery. Hmm. So there's other ways, like uh, oils that come from trees and barks and things like that, those are always really grounding. So it's a good thing to think about. Like if you're stressed or you have anxiety, you really want to kind of gravitate towards the oils that grow closer to the ground. And then if you want to be uplifted, you kind of gravitate towards the oils like citrus oils that grow closer to the sun. That is way too logical. <laughs> I could not be more practical and logical and just, it makes so much sense. It's so funny. Yeah. 
just nature, man. Yeah, man. So let me ask you, if I am just using my diffuser, which I'm going to buy on Amazon and I'm just popping some lavender in it and it's smelling up the room, will my, you know, adorable, but insanely high energized puppy experience calm and reduce stress and just like pump the brakes a little bit? Yeah. By the way, your dog is so cute. I can't handle it. <laughs> Just way too adorable. Like you should make stuffed animals out of him. He like is. <laughs> a, not out of him always, like him. We always say he's a living stuffed animal. He's a living teddy bear. <laughs> oh, I can't handle it. He's so cute. But yeah, if you're going to be diffusing the, they also have um, an effect on animals because, you know, they love eating things and being around things that are close to nature also. But it's important to keep in mind that Animals, and especially like babies and little kids, mm -hmm. respond differently to essential oils than we do. So if you're going to have essential oils diffusing around your animals, um, just make sure to do some research first to make sure it's safe. But lavender, I've heard people try to chill out their cats and dogs by diffusing lavender and things like that. So I think that that one should definitely be cleared for puppy usage. Oh my God, that would be insane if that worked. That would, I would, I would flip out. I'd be so happy. He's so intense in the morning. He's just so energized. That'd be so funny. I know. Chilling out with his oh, I love that case study. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. So the next one is improving focus and energy. What's the oil for that? So focus and energy. One of my favorites is peppermint. Mm. It's, so, it's so good. They've done studies with peppermint and also lemon essential oil in office settings, and it improves concentration and productivity across the board. Wow. All right. I'm sold. Makes yeah. sense. Peppermint is very, you know, if I put peppermint lotion on or whatever, it's always like, woo, hello. Yeah, exactly. I have this, I have the shampoo and conditioner that has peppermint essential oil in it. And every time mm. I'm like, Ooh, tingly, like, ready yeah. to go the deck. Oh, I've used that cast style soap that has peppermint and it's always just like, holy moly, what is happening? I'm just so awake. Yeah. It, it wakes up all your senses. Makes sense. What about an oil for facilitating healthy digestion? Always anything that improves digestion is a best friend of mine. Me too. And I, it's so key. And I think for everyone, everyone's digestion is kind of a, a disaster these days. So <laughs> yeah. ginger is great for facilitating healthy digestion. And so is peppermint. Um, I know I'm only supposed to pick one, but also there's <laughs> that blend that I mentioned earlier about my husband's heartburn. Oh, that digestion. Digest, digest zen. Zen. So um, yeah, sense. those are all really great for your digestive system. So they make essential oils from ginger. Yes. Oh my, ginger's my jam. I love ginger. Could you oh, also so put that good. on like your wrist or your foot to reap any benefits? Or how would you, if you wanted to use a ginger essential oil to improve your digestion, what would you say is the best way to do that one? Yeah. So ginger is another hot oil. So you want to make sure um, when you're applying it topically that you dilute it with a carrier oil to oh. reduce skin sensitivity. But for digestion, my favorite way to apply them is to put one drop with carrier oil on the palm of my hand and then rub it over my stomach clockwise what? because that's actually the direction that your digest digestive system moves. So give yourself like a little like one or two minute belly massage with the oil and it's, it's amazing. Like you feel relief so quickly. That sounds so woo woo, but I'm willing to try it. <laughs> I know it's, it's wild. And <laughs> the last time I was traveling, you know, like sometimes when you eat things, when you're traveling and your, your stomach expands like 15 times yeah. bigger than it was before <laughs> that was happening to me on my most recent trip. And I was just constantly giving myself belly <laughs> massages with digestion. And I can't even tell you the relief I experienced. It was wow. really amazing. 
Wow. So if you're mixing essential oil with a carrier oil, like you said, the fractionated coconut oil, I feel like a mad scientist right now. <laughs> but are, totally. what is the, how do you know the right ratio that you should do? And follow up question, should you make like a big batch of it or can you do it to order if you will? Yeah, such a good question. So the dilution ratios are different based on your age. So babies obviously oh. need something much more heavily diluted. And then the older you get, the less dilution that you need. So in the show notes, why don't we just pop in a link to a little dilution chart so people yeah. can kind of look in that, look at that and Brilliant. then determine their ratio based on that. Perfect. But to your other question, um, yeah, sometimes it's great to make up a batch of something. So I love to use these glass roller bottles and I'll put, you know, X amount of drops of this oil, X amount of drops of this oil, whatever I'm t- kind of targeting, I'll make a special blend. And then I'll fill the rest of, excuse me, I'll fill the rest of the bottle with a carrier oil. And then you kind of have that on the go. But if it's something that you're not going to be using really frequently, it's fine to kind of just put a little drop of carrier oil in your hands and then put one drop of oil in there and apply it that way. I think it just more depends on how frequently you're going to be using it. Okay. That's really cool. That's awesome. You just like make your own concoctions. Oh, it's so fun. It's like, I'm a little witch doctor. It's a great time. You're like me, but with oils, you know, I'm always whipping up smoothies. You're whipping up oils. Totally. Totally. I mean, we'd be a great team. I know. Really? We should discuss (laughs) some business plans after this call. (laughs) Yeah. We'll have a little power. (laughs) So, okay. I have two, maybe three more. And then, um, the bonus round, which I'm going to make up on the spot. Is that double jeopardy? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what that's going to mean. We'll say. So what is the best oil for cleansing surfaces and cleaning the air in our homes? I love, I love lemon for this. And I'm kind of sticking to like the most commonly used oils answers just because they're more accessible. Yeah. Um, But lemon is really great. Mm. So it's antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, and it's just going to cleanse all of the nasties out of the air and off surfaces in your house. I actually make my own. I got rid of the commercial um, all purpose cleaners that I was using in my house because they're full of endocrine disruptors, which throws off your hormones. Um, And so what I use now is um, a bunch of drops of lemon essential oil, a bunch of drops of this, this protective blend, which is called on guard. And then I do half white vinegar, half water. And then that's just what I use to clean all the surfaces and the glass in my house. And it works great. Wow. Can you give us like in the show notes, a like recipe for that? Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I can send you guys a link to that. It's so easy to make. Awesome. And so cheap. This is so fun. Yeah. I feel so artsy crafty. Yeah. It's like Pinterest brought to life. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So what about an essential oil for helping us sleep? So many of my clients really struggle with sleep. They've tried everything. One in particular has literally tried everything. And even the things I've suggested to her that work for me do not work. So do you have a remedy for, for sleeping? Yes. And this, I know that this is such a frustrating problem for so many people. So many people are dealing with sleep problems and a lot of people are on sleep medications, over the counter stuff. My favorite ever is, um, this oil that's called vetiver and it's distilled from this grass plant, um, the roots of this grass plant that grows in Haiti. And it's like this really thick, um, earthy smelling oil. Like it drips out of an essential oil bottle so much slower than anything I've ever seen, Hmm. but it's like liquid sleep. It's amazing. When it gets into your body, it's just so calming. I've had three different people tell me that they stopped taking their sleep medicine because Mm -hmm. after they started using vetiver. Oh my God. So how would you use that? You said when it gets into your body, is that a foot thing? Is that a, I feel like falling asleep, smelling something would be nice, but what what is the best, most effective way to use that? 
Yeah. So with vetiver, I'll put um, one drop on my wrist and then I'll rub my wrists together and I'll just take a bunch of uh, deep inhales from my wrists. Right. Like you said, and lavender, right? That's what you said. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then also I'll always be running um, a diffuser in my bedroom, which sometimes I'll put vetiver in, but um, more frequently I put in this blend that's made with lavender and a bunch of other beautiful calming sleep promoting oils called serenity. I'll put that in my diffuser and then I'm kind of getting that aromatically and then the vetiver topically. And I feel like I attack it from all angles that way. Oh my God. There is seriously an oil for that. <laughs> for every <laughs> that. Wow. I feel like your house would be the most best smelling house in the entire world. It's so funny. I don't even really smell it anymore, but when really? people walk in, they're always like, Ooh, this smells good in oh, here. And I'm like, man. all right, all right. They're still working. So cool. Is there one for like losing weight? Is there anything that could help people slim down? Yeah. Um, so there's, there's an amazing blend, but, um, one of the single oils that people gravitate to for weight loss is grapefruit. Mm. It's great for speeding up your metabolism, curbing hunger cravings, all of the weight lossy things that you're basically <laughs> trying to achieve, it will do. Also, it smells great. Mm. And when it's in your body, so I'll, sometimes, you know, our bodies are feeling so many toxins on a day to day basis, whether it's products that we're putting on, um, stuff that we're cleaning our homes with, or even just the air that we're breathing in. And so, you know, our liver and our kidneys and our detoxification channels are too, so overtaxed that at a certain point, they start storing toxins in our fat cells just to try to protect our body from them when it can't um, get rid of them the way that it normally would. So when you're, um, and that will contribute to excess fat, especially like around your midsection and your thighs and stuff Ew. like that. <laughs> so grapefruit actually gets in there and it's fat soluble. So it can help extract those toxins out of our fat cells and then get disposed of them, you know, through our elimination channels. Hell yeah. So how would you use that? So you can use that one. Um, that's one. If you do take internally, it's great to put a drop under your tongue. But other than that, I mix with a carrier oil and you can rub it on your belly. You can rub it on areas of concern, like where you're dealing with cellulite, like your thighs, mm -hmm. your hips and all that. Preach. Um, yeah. Preach. Preach. So, um, so that's a great one. That's a great one for people who are trying to achieve any sort of weight loss in a really natural, um, cool. non-invasive way. Awesome. Oh my God. I'm so pumped. Okay. So here is the bonus question Ooh. for lightning round. I don't know. Okay. If you were stranded on a deserted Island with one essential oil, which would it be? And why? Oh, frankincense faux show. Your like, buddy Frank. He's I should have so guessed. Good. I know. And Frank it's is like your Wilson. <laughs> Frank. He's my Wilson. Um, I, I should like paint a little face in this <laughs> bottle. And just like start talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be that far off actually. But, um, yeah, so Frank is great for a variety of reasons. It's incredibly anti-inflammatory. Um, it's really great for boosting your immune system and encouraging detoxification. It's also beautiful for balancing your emotions and promoting feelings of well-being. Um, it attacks cancer cells. Frank can actually cross the blood brain barrier and deal with cognitive issues that you're experiencing, um, which is amazing. And, you know, it just, it does everything. It's great for your skin. Um, across the board, it can pretty much be the answer to whatever you're dealing with. So Desert Island, Frank is <laughs> definitely my man. I think we're all going to start love affairs with Frank. <laughs> and when you first get it, it's funny because people are like, oh, this smells like church or this is kind of like a weird smell, but then you start using it and you're like, oh no, like this is a really good smell. You really, it grows on you over time. Well, maybe because the effects of it are so wonderful that you just fall in love with it. 
Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Oh my God, so cool. Okay, so one last thing. Where do we start to get oils? You know, like we just listed out so many oils and I want them all, but I'm sure they're pretty expensive. So where, if I wanted to start with Frank, for example, where do I get Frank? So Frank, and again, or any just, oils, yeah. yeah, any oils, um, people can, and also if any of your listeners are interested in, uh, addressing specific health concerns and they want recommendations for those, um, or even they want to know how to get their hands on them, just drop me an email at connect at karmicwellness.com okay. and I can set you up with whatever you're looking for. Cause, um, you just always want to make sure you're using a really pure brand so right. I can steer you guys in the right direction. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. I'll write, I'll write that email address in the show notes. Cool. Cool. Okay. So that's the best way to get moved. Could we just like get one at a health food store or do you really think that not even those are regulated enough that we really should go through an expert like you who can really make sure that what we're getting is legit? Cause I mean, it sounds like if you don't get a good one, a, you're not going to reap the benefits and B, you could actually be doing harm to your body. So it sounds yeah. like this is not something where you want to, you know, screw around, where you want to, you know, just go for branding at Whole Foods or whatever. You want to really put in some research and get your hands on the good stuff. Yeah, totally. And it's just because I'm kind of like so anti-toxins that I get scared being like, oh yeah, pick one up at your local health food store because I don't, right. I haven't been able to research that company and look into it mm. and be like, okay, these ones are really good. These ones aren't so good. Um, for example, one of my friends just picked up a bottle of frankincense, you know, because I talk about it. On the daily. <laughs> um, she picked it up at her local health food store and she sent me a picture of the bottle and it said on it for, I think it said pure therapeutic grade. Mm -hmm. And then in teeny teeny writing underneath it, it said only 20% essential oil. Oh. So what else, what else is in there? That's kind of like um, having an asterisk that says, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, like JK. JK. LOL. <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. Or, you know, if you're going to buy them from a health food store or something, just do your research. Right. Just look into that company's purity standards and make sure that you totally trust them. And they do a ton of third party testing, uh -huh. which is unbiased to make sure that there's integrity in every single one of those bottles. But you just get them online, right? You just order them online, not on oh, Amazon, yeah. but online, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay, um, so I, I just, I order them online. It's so okay. easy. You can get right. one bottle if you want, you can get oh, a whole perfect. kit if you want. There's all sorts of different options. Okay. I'm so excited. So yeah, we're going to look into that. We'll link to all to that on partyofmyplants.com so you guys can find everything that we are talking about. I mean, I cannot wait to go diffuse my heart out after this conversation. I am so excited. And thank you so much for giving all this amazing information. I really think this is going to be life-changing. And I just, I'm so stoked to see this other side of plants and experience this whole new world. Secret oh, life of plants. So, I know. I'm so excited for you to experience this um, other side of plants. I think you're going to be obsessed. And I can't wait to hear if that pop calms down, too. That will be so Oh, my cute. God. That'd be funny. That'd be amazing. He'll just be smelling like lavender. <laughs> so will before... be the best smelling puppy oh, yeah. at the park. <laughs> totally. Everyone's going to be, like, all up on him. Look at him. <laughs> so before you leave me to go apply Frank to your wrists or something, can you please tell us if you have a favorite book that's really inspired you in some healthy way? Ooh, a favorite book. Oh, I have so many. You know what? I'm reading A Course in Miracles right now, mm. um, which is not so much on like the healthy body type of thing, but is reprogramming, reprogramming my brain, I think. So mm -hmm. that's giving me some foundations for inner peace. But um, in terms of, do you mean like... No, just in any way. Just something that's made your life better. Yeah. And you, my favorite one, my, the first spiritual book I ever read that kind of like got me on the path towards thinking about health holistically was 
Being Peace by Thich Nhat Hanh. Huh. He's this amazing Zen master. And it's just, he makes being joyful and being peaceful so simple. And he just puts it in such beautiful words that make you smile. And it's oh. a really, really quick read. So I always recommend that to everyone. If you need a little uplifting in your life and just to feel good, being peace is amazing. Okay, that sounds great. So being peace and some lemon essential oil and you're uplifted as can be. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> okay, what about a favorite plant party restaurant? Ooh, plant party restaurant. Well, on the go, sweet green is mm, gonna be my favorite. Yeah, like, and do you, it's just so good. Oh man, it's my it's my jam. And do you have a favorite plant party dish at Sweet Green? So I used to always, and it was actually when I worked at my, my last corporate job, it was, there was one that opened right down the street. So we were there every single day and I would do the hummus tahina, mm. but I would replace the falafel with extra hummus and then add like a squeeze of lemon to it and all this good stuff. And it was just basically like eating hummus drenched, <laughs> vegetables drenched in hummus. And it was amazing. I love that one. That is such a good one. At least in my sweet green, they replaced the pita chips with something else. Oh, but, did um, I love the hummus tahina. It's so good. It's, so delicious. What's your favorite? Great. I like the harvest bowl. Ooh. But I, I sub the chicken. For, oh, what? And I sub the chicken for, it's like every day. Everyone's always getting it. That's so funny. You have to get it. It's so folly. It's sweet potato. And I sub the chicken for tofu. So I made tofu. And there's kale. And there's brown rice. There's, oh. It's just incredible. Balsamic. It sounds like heaven. It's amazing. You got to get your face on the, on the oh. what did I say? It's the harvest bowl. Thomas <laughs> Tahina. Okay. And finally, what is your favorite plant in the world and your favorite way to eat it? Oh, my favorite plant. This is so hard. That's like <laughs> deciding between your favorite child. <laughs> my favorite plant. What is it? So I have been having this love affair with acai bowls. Mm. So right now it might have to be acai. And I've been making those bowls every day, even if it's been like 40 degrees outside. I'm like, I'm sorry, I have to eat it. And then I'm shivering for two hours. <laughs> but they're just so good. It gives me this crazy energy. I feel like it's great for my skin. Um, yeah, that's what I've been loving on lately. What's your recipe for them, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah. So what I do is I'll do um, a half of a banana mm -hmm. on the inside of it. So I'll pop that in my uh, blender. I'll do a pack of acai. So you know those like individual Sam mm -hmm. Bajon packs that they do, the unsweetened ones. And then I'll do like a handful of frozen berries, some spinach. And then I love to doctor it up with like some dried herbs and also collagen powder. So I'll put collagen mm -hmm. powder in there. I'll put um, a cacao blend of different herbs sometimes or ashwagandha, whatever, whatever have you. Put some wow. water in, blend it up, and then I top it with like chopped up bananas, strawberries, blueberries, granola, chia seeds, coconut, peanut butter. It's like it, it takes me 15 minutes that to make them. That sounds like it. <laughs> but it's, it's they're amazing. so worth it. It's wow. a serious addiction. Wow, that sounds so good. Oh, mm. I wish I could send you one. I wish you could too. Trust me. <laughs> oh my God. Amazing. Well, again, thank you so, so much for coming on the show, giving us your time and all that amazing wisdom on essential oils. Incredible. So where could everyone go to learn more about you and essential oils and how you might be able to help them with their oil needs? Yeah, absolutely. And um, Talia, thank you so much for having me on today. This was a blast. Oh, so fun. Um, and then in, to get in touch with me, karmicwellness.com um, is my website. If you want to, I have lots of DIYs with essential oils on there. Um, I talk about some other topics that I love. Just basically 
my whole thing is about simplifying and detoxifying your life. So all the content on my blog revolves around that basically. Um, and then if you, if they want to get in touch with me, connect at karmicwellness.com is the best way to do that. Did I just answer all your questions or did I just Yeah, miss- you, you got them all. Okay, perfect. And more. <laughs> Thank you again so much. This was so fun and I cannot wait to get a diffuser. I'm, I'm going to order them all when we get off the phone. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. And thank you so much for inviting me to the plant party. Oh, sure. Awesome. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Party in My Plants podcast. I hope you're feeling pumped to party in your plants in a whole new way through your nose. This episode just reeked of exciting healthy ideas. This essential oil thing really makes sense to me. If you can think of one other human that might want to inhale this episode too, please share it with them. You can find all the oil info, tips, and links mentioned in this episode over at partyinmyplants.com slash nine.